for you who are awakening, be empowered, be healed, be loved. How do you turn symptoms into resources? First of all, you need to understand what is a symptom? How do you notice that you have it? It causes suffering, it causes pain, it's keeping you from being happy and healthy physically, emotionally, energetically, mentally, relationship-wise and also spiritually. So there's a danger that you might say, ah, oh, everybody has that, you know, or oh, that's normal at that age or with that circumstances or ah, oh, we can't do anything about it anyway, I have to learn to live with it. And this is not so good. So I will show you three steps that turn your symptoms into your resources. You can turn it around. The first step is stop ignoring it or finding those excuses and explanations for not doing anything about it and start to admit that it's bothering you. So it takes a lot of courage for that, but I'm sure you have that. The second step is start to improve your relationship with it by communicating. How do you communicate? Ask the right questions. I give you five examples. You talk to it, to your symptom. If you had a voice, what would you say? The second question could be, what's the reason for you being here? The third question could be, what do you want to teach me? The fourth, what do I gain from you? And the fifth question could be, what do you need from me in order to be happy? The third step is then to integrate those answers into your life. How does that look like? I give you an example. Let's take as a symptom, let's take addiction as a symptom, as an example, because it's so common. We can be addicted to everything, to drugs, alcohol, to not eating at all, like anorexia, or overeating, or bulimia. We can be addicted to work, gambling, suffering and pain, and we can be addicted to any pattern in our life. So now it's important that we identify it as an addiction and we admit it. Then we start to communicate with it by asking the right questions. And then the third step is we integrate the answers into our love. But in order to do that, we have to listen to those questions, to those answers. So I gave you the first question already. If you had a voice, what would you say? So the addiction could answer back, you have a lack of whatever. The second question was, what's the reason for you being here? The addiction could say back, could answer, I'm here to heal you, to make you whole again. The third question was, what do you want to teach me? The addiction would say, 
you know what, you deserve better. The fourth is, what do I gain from you? The addiction could answer me back. You need to lift up your standards. I give you the possibility that you lift up the standards of yourself, of your life, everything that has to do with you. The fifth question was, what do you need from me in order to be happy? So the addiction could answer to you, you know what, find my root causes and change the dynamic. So this is what you can do with yourself. I now want to go beyond that, where you actually need an ally to go deeper into that whole understanding and healing process. Because very often, those things that help us to listen to that voice and to understand it and to change it are beyond our consciousness, are beyond where we would ever look. So I give you the example with the addiction. It's proven in the family dynamics that mostly, very, very often, those dynamics for addiction have to do with the father, with the men in the family. A lot of people don't know that, so they would never look there. For example, when somebody drinks alcohol and takes drugs, uh, look where the father is. Did he die early or wasn't he available? Or was he somehow patronized by the mother? So this person might have chosen to take so much from the mother until it hurts. And here are certain rituals to find that out and to do something about it. The same, for example, with anorexia. Yeah? Very often the child shows solidarity with the father who is somehow starving emotionally or suffers somehow. So by not taking food from the mother at all, the child wants to draw the attention from the mother to the father's suffering and shortcomings. So a lot of people don't know that, so you would never look there. So look at the solidarity of the child with that father or it can be another person that is somehow locked out of the family system or withdrawing themselves for other reasons. They might feel guilty, they might be entangled, they might feel shame for whatever reason. Very often it is the father who is somehow pulled out of the system, somehow looking for somebody else or is still very attached to the original family or is missing a loved person. So once you find that out, you can change the root cause of that dynamic, give it a good order, give it a good dynamic so that you don't have to hold that space anymore. In the anorexia case, it could be, oh, you want to vanish away, father, rather me than you and then you can change it. So what I see in everyday life is very often we are very unaware of those dynamics. We even, you know, deny them and fight them. No, 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 that can't be. We don't have that. And I want to invite you to reconsider that and to look at it from a different place. What I offer is that in the private sessions we find those 
exact dynamics for the individual case and change them immediately. And I also have produced an ancestral alignment CD that you can use to clear your own ancestral roots and to put yourself and them into a better place. Thank you. Ask me if you have more questions or email me and we can look at it together. Bye. The Willow System, the feminine art of healing.